G'day and welcome to Behind the Podcast with Jules and Stocks. I'm Jules and today Stocks and I are going behind the podcast, well, again on ourselves given it's lockdown at the moment, but just chatting a bit about what's happening in the industry as well. We want to start to do this every now and again, just have a look at what's been happening, anything that's going on in terms of like product releases. I know that, you know, if anyone listens to the podcasts on Spotify, you might see them making tons of updates all the time. So we want to try and just stay across what's happening across the different various platforms and just talk about the industry in general. But yeah, Stocks, how are you doing? Week, whatever it is of lockdown now, week three, four, five? No idea. Um, yeah, we started doing, a, took a leaf out of your book actually, and we started doing a themed evening. So last week we did a lobster and champagne evening, which is a bit bougie. <laughs> um, and then we also did a Bastille day thing as well where it just i mean there's three of us it's just trying to find a way to break up the days so you don't break look back the monotony and go, yeah what was the last 10 days i have no idea so we're just trying to throw one two things in a week have a bit of fun with it yeah that's been it though man just working away loving life plenty going yeah. on at work i'll tell you yeah so what's been happening i mean you guys have sort of worked out how to how to do these things remotely from the last time around has it changed much or are you just straight back into the swing of things again we've changed up what we've done um, last time we were very much on a Zoom focus, I guess, and we've kind of mixed it up now. So what we were used to do is get get on Zoom and have everyone record each end, but we've been using a app which we're on right now, right? Riverside FM. Riverside, yeah, that's right. This is our second time using it. I think, well, for me, with you, but so far so good. I think it's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, look, it's what a 4K video, uncompressed WAV files, audio recorded locally on each end and then uploaded to a browser to a single point. So that's pretty cool. Um, it's got a producer function, which we like, which means a producer can be there but not visible, which is nice. And a lot of people like that, particularly we do interviews with record label talent, people promoting their latest album, whatever it may be. And they always seem to, the PR people always seem to want to jump on. So that's cool. So do they just listen in and... and- are they able to kind of comment if anything's going going awry? No, nothing at all. They can just hear what happens and then give us notes afterwards. So, or I guess yeah, burst no. into it with a phone call. Uh, <laughs> depends on the level. Um, but look, we find it so good and the video quality is so good. We just use it to hang out in. As in, we'll do. We're using it over Zoom for internal calls as well. Okay. Because what you do, and if anyone who hasn't used it, is you can set up studios. So each, each podcast gets its own studio. So we're on the behind the podcast studio. But then say, Batuta Advocate will have a studio. The Rock Me Dead podcast will have its own studio. A One Show has its own studio. So what what you can do is that link's always live, and you can just go look. Just meet in the A1 studio link I've given you and let's just chat. Yeah, so it's just a bit of a place to hang out and and catch up with everyone and just talk about the show specifically. Yeah, and it's easier than a Zoom call if it's an internal call. We all just jump in on the link. It works well on an app, so it works on mobile phone app. So you can actually have someone record on their mobile phone. As long as they've got headphones, it's going to sound pretty good. Um, So that's, that's a real step forward over Zoom as well. Um, yeah, look, it's really it's really been quite fun. You have up to eight people. Yeah, we love it. And tell me about um, recording remotely. I mean, obviously, I'm still pretty new to this for my side. I'm just using the old dodgy Apple headphones and, and mic. Do you have any kind of you know good equipment that's going out to the various people or anything like that, or is it everyone's just kind of you know getting by with what they've got? Mate, we bought a lot of Rode USB mics. So yeah, shout out to Rode, eh? 
um, <laughs> they'll be doing very well. And they've had supply issues naturally because everyone is doing the same thing. But yeah, they've been pretty good. So a little bit about Riverside FM. They're an Israeli company based in Tel Aviv and they uh, raised over $12 million in funding in the last sort of 18 months, which isn't a huge surprise, but most recently raised US $9.5 million in April and are on a massive upwards trajectory. So look, there's a few different services out there, but we're really enjoying Riverside FM at the moment. Yeah, well, I think anyone who's watched obviously Zoom over the past year with all the pandemic stuff, there's very very urgent need to be able to conduct things remotely so no doubt there's a lot of eyes on these sorts of things as as profitable investment opportunities no doubt no doubt and speaking about opportunities as well you guys have recently done a partnership with the social media agency yeah we have we've got a couple deals that we've done to start the financial year one i can't talk about yet because we just haven't uh, made the official announcement, but yeah, we've done a, or a partnership with the social media agency Born Bread. Probably calling the social media agency selling them a bit short, actually. Born Bread was originally an independent influencer-based marketing agency. It's now a fully integrated comms agency. They're based in Sydney. Uh, they have some really good talent in terms of sort of Gen Z, millennial talent, particularly in sort of gaming, TikTok, guys like the uninspired, unemployed, people like that. Mm-hmm. We just think that everyone's focused on this sort of radio model of monetization of podcasts. And so many of these podcasters, and particularly ones we target, uh, have their own audience. So they're coming with their own audience. So we also think the influencer model is a way in as well to becoming a significant revenue stream for podcasters. I mean, essentially, a host read ad is an endorsement. It all kind of fits in. So we're trying to attack this from both ends. So the other deal we've done, we'll talk about later, it will be coming in the other way, which is the sort of CPM radio model. But we're trying to have a sort of holistic approach, which is going to create us a lot more opportunities for our podcasters to make money, we believe. Yeah, terrific. So that means that they can really start to, to see a return on, on what they're doing earlier with those two streams. Absolutely. And look, more and more of the campaigns we do, people go, look, I want a podcast. I want a couple Instagram stories. I need this. I need to swipe up, whatever it may be. And it's sort of putting the whole thing together. So it just seems like a logical progression um, and we love the people at Born Bread. We think they're top of the game in that space and they're the right size and independent. They're not massive yet. Sort of mirrors us as well in terms of where we are on our podcast journey. So we just think it's a great marriage and also I guess there's the opportunity for us to look at talent they've got and develop podcast concepts for them as well. So it's a two-way street really. Yeah, pretty excited. All right. And some other little things that we've been playing around with. I think Spotify has released their answer to Clubhouse recently, Green Room. Have you had much of a go on this yet? Yeah, I did. I jumped into a few. It seems to be music and live sports seem to be the things where it's sort of taking off right now so i jumped into a couple rooms on the back of the euros and also jumped into a couple post nba game and there was a post ufc one as well um just dropping into these green rooms where i guess you've got what is essentially podcast talent or media talent uh talking and then the idea is that you can jump in and put your hand up and say hey i want to have a chat it's quite an interesting kind of um platform isn't it for for podcasting in particular i mean i've listened to a couple of things on clubhouse before and you know the varying degrees of interest but i think within podcasting and something that we speak to a lot of the people that we've interviewed before that kind of audience engagement like so many people listen to these shows and just have built this kind of community around these shows so it really is offering now a place where people could potentially get together and talk about certain things so you know 
you might be really into some specific show and none of your mates want to talk about it but everyone listens to or like there's a big podcast that runs around this thing and everyone's kind of talking about it on there so you can go in and you can engage with other people and get you know find your kind of your tribe absolutely and being able to just ask questions put your hand up and hopefully they come around to you and then you ask your question look it works for twitter with i think what's it twitter places Mm. and twitter's much more of a sewer than spotify um in terms of just trolls and things like that and they seem to have been able to navigate that in terms of you start with muted so you can't just come in and sort of take over you've got to put your hand up you get brought on and if you are anti-social anyway they just boot you out so i think if twitter can do it then spotify you should be able to do it just as well yeah um the twitter ones seem to be just a little bit more evolved so they they've just been happening for longer so people have got their heads around the interface a lot more so there seems to be a bit more interactive whereas the green room ones on spotify seem to be more of a hey here's the host off we go yeah how do you see this working for the type of stuff that you guys do i mean do you look at something that comes along like this and and dig it apart a bit and and listen in on a few and see how you can make it work absolutely yeah definitely um there's a few different opportunities i guess that exist and it's also an opportunity to maybe take something like a facebook live or a youtube premiere launch or something like that and put it in into a green room let's say it also has to be live so you've kind of got to look at different content so maybe something breaks a bit of news and you want to have people just come on and chat about it that might be something maybe you do an interview with someone and then the maybe a 20 minute interview and then the next 20 minutes are questions from the audience so i can see that working quite well yeah i know that a a few podcasts do their live shows and i think obviously you know we're back down in the lockdown again so those sorts of things might not be an opportunity for a while so i think it's really interesting in terms of moving it on to this kind of a platform and, and still giving the ability for people to kind of join in and have these conversations you know while they can't get out there and, and meet each other irl unfortunately yes <laughs> so look it's an exciting space look everyone seems to be giving it a go so let's see where it all, all ends up but if you've got the talent to do it as in you've got talent that's comfortable being able to just speak off the cuff uh, can work but I don't think it's for everyone. You know, fully scripted shows, eh, maybe not. No. It's funny. I, mean, I know that like, you know, sometimes when I listen to podcasts and they're interviewing someone, you just sit there and you're like, can you please ask this question? Like, this is really what I came here for. So, like, if you can kind of engage in a way where you say, all right, well, maybe once a month we might do these kind of live shows. Um, and as you said, do that kind of initial interview and then open it up to a Q&A. I think it's just a whole new kind of dynamic that's there. It's really, it's really pretty interesting what, what, what the possibilities are. Absolutely. And look, the, the hole we want to go down in the next few weeks is around genre stuff like recap culture. And I feel like something like a reality show finale, what is it, maths yeah. or Bachelor or something like that, or not even a finale, just a post-episode. That's sort of the only monoculture things we've got going on the network TV reality shows where people can jump on afterwards and perhaps have a chat about, oh my God, did you see what happened? Blah, blah, blah. I think that could work really well. Well, there's no shortage of reality TV shows coming up soon, so definitely something to look out for. Have at it. And speaking of other new releases, we've got obviously the Olympics coming up. It's a great time for sports. Is there anything out there that you guys are working on to cover that? Anything you've heard of? Yeah, we've got the Have A Go podcast. It's by Dave Edwards. Uh, He's of great cricketer fame and he has a podcast, Have A Go. And he's basically got an Olympic edition where he'll be trying to tap into the nostalgia of the 2000 Olympics and just basically shit talk about the Olympics in his unique way. Fantastic podcast, very 
talented duo that actually do it and they're going for a sort of Roy and HG vibe and that also means that Roy and HG are doing their Olympic podcast as well so check that out if great so is the have a go one is that just focusing you know back in the 2000 or is it covering the Olympics that are coming up no they're talking about when the Olympics were great in 2000 so there's sort of a bit of nostalgia for that because this is sort of one of the weirdest Olympics of all time it's been delayed there's going to be no crowds yeah. no one's into it it may still not happen and we're three days out here so it's also just not taking it too seriously but they're going to break down the sort of big stories that are going on um, big things that might have made a buzz on socials whatever it may be just a lot of fun have a bit of fun looking at it and then Roy and HG are going to be doing similar to what they did, you know, back in 2000 and, and talking at the end of each day's play. Is that how they're running that? Uh, yeah, I believe it's going to be similar to the games, basically what they always did, which is, again, have a look at what's gone on, give a take on it, um, have some fun. Absolutely. As you said, certainly one of the more interesting ones, you know, from a will this actually bloody happen point of view <laughs> in the past. So what else have you been listening to? Tell us a bit about the uh, the British Podcast Awards. You've been doing a bit of research on them? Yeah, so I guess a partner in this podcast is the Australian Podcast Awards and the guys behind that run the British Podcast Awards. So I get their weekly newsletter, which I'd say is worth a look if you just want to be keeping up to speed of what's going on. And they just had their Podcast Awards last week and just went through the winner's list as we're prone to do and look down a few beauties. There's one Vent Documentaries. It's a Viceland or Vice project. It's the Misadventure of Youth. So it won Podcast of the Year plus two other awards. I've only listened to three or four, so I don't want to deep dive on it, but it's a format which is very replicable and it's really focusing on youth youth voices and it's really good. Like it's tightly produced and it's very good. So I reckon that's one we try and come back to. Awesome. And then there's been another one called Field Recordings, which one bets new podcast. It's a podcast where audio makers stand silently in fields or things that could be broadly interpreted as fields. So there's it's sort of got that the calm app vibe. So things like rain and thunder in Congo or you know those YouTube videos and get eight hours of thunderstorm things like that so that type of thing you know dawn kayak on the lake uh, frozen lake in North Michigan 5am dog walk things like that but it's also got some stuff that's more outside the box it's got the Harborn Cricket Club so if you want a bit of cricket atmos there it is and they have audio from the March for Justice in Melbourne from March this year and that's actually pretty cool got a bit of rhythm for two minutes so a lot of these things are only two three minutes long so it's just these little samples i mean you can see where it came from obviously someone in covid just went yeah right <laughs> i'm gonna get these people i'm gonna get sounds from all over the world and get them sent to me and make into a podcast but it's, a, it's an interesting little thing yeah i think there was like that slow tv um trend for a while where they were you know as you said like if it's just a youtube video or some you know sounds from a forest or whatever they would you know a train running through europe or those sorts of things i mean it's it's interesting to kind of have that soundscape and that escapism i suppose that's available to you through podcasts yeah i really went down that wormhole last year's lockdown went through sort of people walking down the streets of i don't know tokyo or new york People just walking down there and just go, oh, cool, there's people. I remember that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and look, the last one I've sort of been checking out was is one called The Intelligence from The Economist. It won Best Daily Podcast. Trying to find something that's a contender to go against the monolith, which is the New York Times, The Daily 
gave it a go, listened to a few of them, and then listened to a daily or listened to the daily again and went, sorry, you guys aren't even close. The daily is streets ahead of anything else in that space, I think. And look, it was good to see the intelligence from The Economist is a good podcast, but I think you're just going up against one of the all-timers, really. Yeah, well, I mean, this kind of the, the news podcasts are so interesting, aren't they? Particularly in a moment like this or the moment that we had in the culture you know, over the last four years. I mean, there is no shortage of, of news, obviously. What a stupid statement. But between President Trump or COVID or anything else that's going on in the world, just that ability to kind of like get up in the morning and, and whack something on for a few minutes and just get across what's happening. It just, you know, in a way that suits you rather than planning yourself in front of the TV or, or you know, traditionally what you would do is the radio in the car or something like that. But I've been listening to a few of these as well, but I'm, I'm sort of trying to find what the right one is and the daily definitely is is you know is the lead it's it's obviously u.s centric but i've been listening to like the abc news briefings as well which are like just little kind of one two minute things that they just release throughout the day and you just get the latest update on what's happening does that just pop up into your feed automatically yeah. if you've subscribed yeah Oh, that's cool. And then I've been uh, the Squiz, who we obviously interviewed um, in one of our earlier episodes, just getting across there. Yeah, just trying to find those little kind of anywhere from one, two minutes to 15 to uh, longer half hour shows. If you're listening to something like the BBC News Global Podcast. But yeah, plenty to go off there and open to any recommendations on that one. Hey, look, another little shout out is Audible's got uh, Michael Caine reads a podcast called Gangs. Great. I'm not sure if it's how good it is at this point. I'm four episodes in, but listening to Michael Caine in the full Cockney accent talking about the Cray Brothers back in the 60s in London and some personal experiences he had with them as well. Look, it's great. It's good fun. I really enjoyed it. I smashed out four of them in, in a row well, yesterday. So that's worth a look and that's on Audible. I think that... Michael Caine, similar to Morgan Freeman, and that you could just listen to that guy, you know, just read the dictionary and be entertained. Absolutely. Well, another one if you want to get off the news cycle and talk about something that happened historically. Um, Unravel, we spoke to Ian Walker a little while ago, who's the EP over there at um, ABC. And he runs the Unraveled franchise, so they've just released a new one called Juanita, um, which I'll be diving into over the next few days. Um, so another kind of true crime. Seven-part episode series talking about one of Australia's most chilling and unsolved true crime stories, as they tend to do. So let's see how that one goes. Weekly drop? Actually, it looks like they've released the first two episodes, and we'll be releasing the other ones in the weeks to come. Oh, that'll be a bit of fun for us for the next few weeks. Totally. But yeah, so we're just in the process of, of getting a new um, set of interviews through. I think, as Stocks mentioned, you know, it's something like recap culture is something we want to talk about for a little while and just interview a few people. We've got a couple lined up that are going to be on the way, which should be some interesting conversations and just dive into that, you know, this kind of utilization of podcasts to find this community about things that you are interested in and these niche topics. Um, I think this will be a really good one with some really great talent. Yeah, and look, we'll try and keep you abreast of news. There's a lot going on right now in the space. Things like Facebook moving to podcasts, Amazon's trying to play around there as well. Uh, look, a lot going on. So uh, as we hear things, we'll bring them up and have a chat. Totally. All right. Thanks for your time, man. Great to chat. Always a pleasure. Maybe we'll get back in the studio soon. Yeah, hope to see you soon. <laughs>